0: All right, hey, we're back, and this week we're going to talk a little bit about what you got to do to your yard. you got one of these, see all that junk in the yard? But (laughs) Rich and I, we don't know what we're supposed to do, so we're bringing in a professional to show you exactly what needs to be done to your yard when uh, when the leaves start falling. So stay tuned. We'll be back right after this.
1: Here I come to save the day.
2: The Mighty House crew is on the job. This is Mighty
0: House. Hey, guys, we're back. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Also, uh, click on that bell so you get notified next time we actually do something and uh, get it posted. And then also, leave a note down below because uh, we'll always answer your questions right there. And you can go to Mike, uh, no, not MikeNovak.net, <laughs> although you can go there. Yeah. but. Try mightyhouse.net dot net first and then uh, you can sign up for the newsletter and you'll find out all the new great stuff we've got going on. So we're <laughs> gonna introduce the the big guy right now right in here somewhere is gonna pop there he is hey Mike, how yes. you doing buddy?
1: Hey Mike <laughs> I'm doing great. I was gonna talk about how professional you were and you got the whole YouTube thing and the channel and go subscribe and hit the bell and then you just completely oh right. botched it botched it big time <laughs> I mean, but that that's but how I you do know, it, you know I'm telling Editing. You, I'm telling you, if you want to tell people every week to go to Mike dot net, that's fine with me. Sure. All right. You just go ahead and say
0: that.
2: Yeah, you'll um, post this video there.
0: Oh, yeah, we could do that, too. We just put it on Mike's uh, YouTube page. So uh, Mike and I and uh, Rich, we've we've known each other for uh, a couple three years or so. And yeah. uh, so uh, Mike does his own gardening and uh green, what do you call that, kind of show, what are you doing? Well, you
1: know, gardening, gardening, environment, sustainability, yes. green living,
0: um, all of that stuff. So yeah. we figured, why not bring the professional in, tell us what we need to do to the outside of our yard uh, to get the grass ready to go, all that kind of stuff. So uh, if well, you want to, make sure you yeah. hit his, his uh, website, too. Like I said, Mike Absolutely. Novak. Absolutely. Yeah, well,
1: uh, you can go to Mike Novak.net, and of course, we're also on YouTube, not nearly as many followers and subscribers <laughs> as mighty house but uh w- maybe be- by being on mighty house I will yeah. start to get some of those folks we'll- we will post this on our on our uh, our-, our YouTube page as well Okay, um, but uh, you can go to the Mike Novak show on YouTube, and as you can see, it's spelled behind me. It's spelled with a W and not Wait, a V.
0: Let me, sorry, I don't mean to bop you in the head there, right there. Ah, ah, <laughs> there you go. There you go. All right. So, so, so uh, and
2: we and we had to bring Mike in because if we were going to do about a gardening show, or not really a gardening show, but how to take care of your lawn. Unfortunately, when you Google, all you're going to get are Scots,
0: Right. And these are (laughs) all the things
2: that we, uh, these are the only things we've been told not to do because it's a, a system designed to require the next step. Correct. So it's just a money laundering.
1: Well, and the way you get around that is when you Google something or you, your search engine of choice, maybe duck, duck, go. Yes. Um, Mm -hmm. or, or Firefox, um, you put organic in front of it put organic lawn care cuz on my show we talk a lot about natural ways of doing things i'm not big into chemicals um mm-hmm. and uh and and, and really uh, a lot of times they're quite unnecessary. So that's why I urge people to go in that direction. Even if you can't go cold turkey, that's okay. <laughs> there are uh, there are strategies you can you can employ. So are, we're going to talk are we going to start with lawns? Is that where yes. we're going to start with? So let's, let's yes. let let's go right <laughs> to
0: the yard, and again the grass. Uh, what should we do to get ready for winter? Uh do we just knock it down to nothing, put the low, mower as low as you can and and cut it and leave it alone for spring or what should we be doing?
1: Well, I know that's the way you take care of everything, Ron. It that's doesn't me. matter whether it's annuals, perennials, lawn. <laughs> he just gets the mower out well, and just goes... Rrr. Yes, because and,
2: he's, he saw that one movie. He said, well, that's a mulch. and That's beneficial to your lawn. <laughs> but he just figures mowing it over.
1: But I'll tell you, there's there's some truth in that, and that what Ron's doing is... <laughs> Is not horrible. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's it's part of the process. Here's what I will say uh, about lawns uh, right now, and uh, I guess this is going to air in, in in the next couple of days. Sure. Um, which is the middle of September in the northern climes in the northern mm-hmm. uh, Midwest. You. But it'll still be middle of September down here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no. No. Not, not down there. No, that's, you guys. We got the exact thing.
2: same time thing. We're all by like an hour.
1: Oh, really? Is that all? Okay. That's it. Never, I never realized that. I've just learned something here today. Uh, but you also have different kind of grasses. You have the warm season grasses there. We have the cool yes. season grasses here, and the cool season grasses are actually starting to pick up because they like the cool weather. That's why mm-hmm. we call them cool season grasses. Um, and the one thing, number one thing you need to know about this time of year in the upper Midwest is that this. Or any anywhere pretty much the northern tier of the country, this is the best time to work on your lawn. You mentioned Scott's earlier and all the big companies, there they they hit you hard in spring because the people don't know any better. Mm-hmm. But if you really want to work on your lawn, this is the time because what happens is it, you know, if you fertilize, if you core aerate, if you, you do other things to to the lawn, it gets it ready for the spring. And so Uh there are uh, a couple of things you could do. Let's talk first about fertilization. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, if you're gonna if you're gonna fertilize, if you if you if you're if you're a lazy gardener and you wanna be a lazy gardener and still have a halfway decent yes, you're the guy. I I agree. I that's me. Okay.
0: President (laughs) President accounted for, sir.
1: And all you have to do (laughs) is fertilize once a year and it's in the fall. Boom, done. And um uh, use a i like uh, organic fertilizers there's a lot of good companies out there there's spoma and dr earth and ringer and you know if you just look up uh, organic fertilizers you'll you'll see a bunch milorganite uh, is an are those going to have are they going to have the familiar numbers the three numbers the the numbers are going to be lower and i'm glad you asked that uh, and the numbers are NPK uh, which is nitrogen phosphorus potassium um, and all of them will be much lower than you get in the synthetic fertilizers which could have as high as you know for nitrogen twenty nine uh... percent by weight in a bag of fertilizer the problem with that is that the lawn can't possibly absorb all that um, and it, where does it go it goes into our water table and then it goes to places like lake erie and we have algae blooms um, <laughs> phosphorus is a serious problem now a lot of states have banned phosphorus use on mm-hmm. your lawn uh... in illinois where i'm located and i know people watch you from all over the the country but in illinois as a homeowner you can put phosphorus down on your lawn if you're an applicator, if you're a professional, you have to have an explicit reason for doing that. You have wow. to show that there's a phosphorus deficiency, and often there's much more phosphorus in your soil than you think. I did a, I had a soil test done in my backyard, uh, and the phosphorus was through the roof, and I had no idea why. The calcium was through the roof, and I went, "That's crazy." I don't fertilize very much <laughs> uh, if calcium
2: at all. it's calciums from all the bodies buried back there you know, <laughs> the...
0: <laughs>
1: Chicago after all okay? <laughs> <You know>? right. <laughs> uh, so and that's the other thing while I'm talking about it get a soil test so you know exactly you know this is the kind of thing you guys are, are gonna advise when you're uh, working on homes is do it scientifically sure uh, yep. and one of the ways to do it scientifically is to get a soil test and if you don't know how to do that you can go to your Uh, extension service in your state, all 50 states have extension services and type in the name of your extension service. So for instance, I typed in Illinois extension, soil test, boom, a list of uh, soil soil test facilities comes up and you can do that. Now's a really great time. It's also a good time to core aerate. And folks want to know, well, what's core aeration? It's where you take you you, you take the machine, get those
2: shoes, the shoes with the spikes on them, the and you wear them when you're cutting it. the grass. It's
1: one of the biggest myths of all about is no, you cannot core aerate your lawn oh. by walking in spike shoes on on your lawn. Is that the machine that puts have, goose poo all over your your yard? Exactly, you puts it puts goose yeah, poo looks like goose all poop. over your yard, <laughs> uh, which is not which is not really goose poo, but it's just the soil <laughs> cores that you bring up to the surface. Of, uh, of your lawn and they decompose within a matter of a couple of weeks and so you won't even know they were there but here's what I always suggest as well so if you um, if your lawn is looking patchy um, and you think it's kind of hard pan and you'd like it to be softer that's when you go in a core aerate make the tilt of the soil better you bring those cores up on on the surface of the lawn and add a quarter to half an inch of compost, uh, sifted compost, because you don't want leaves and twigs in there. You want sifted compost. It will fall into the holes, and now you've got some oxygen going in there, and you've got good tilth going in there, and then you overseed. So you core aerate, throw some compost down. You overseed, meaning you take some seed and you sprinkle it in the bare patches and because you've put down compost, it's going to have good contact with soil. And then you have to make sure it germinates properly, which means you got to water it pretty good, mm-hmm. uh, and, and not not deeply. Uh, okay. This is the one time you don't want to water deeply. You want to water lightly to until the the the, the grass seed germinates, um, which means you might have to go out if it's a you know it is the fall, so things are cooler and the and the water doesn't as evaporate as quickly. But you can sprinkle like. Once or twice a day just to make sure that it stays moist. Uh, And then when it germinates uh, in the fall now, and I would say do it fairly quickly because we're getting towards the end of that period. It kind of depends on how, what is any given season like, any given year, you know, sometimes. Right. Yeah.
2: We don't know when you're going to get your first frost. We don't know if the heat you're going to get. That you know, Indian summer where it just continues for another four weeks. So.
1: Exactly. In which case, you're you're golden. You're good. But if you get that early frost, it's it's tougher. So I would say, since we're still in September, now's the time to do that kind of work. Go out tomorrow and start getting that done. And what it does is it gives your lawn a head start going into spring. You will have the germination now, uh, and then uh, you 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 add a little bit of the fertilizer uh, that. Goes into the soil and prepares the lawn for the winter. Um, and the other thing you do is uh, what we advise in in natural lawn care is cut high, mow high, all the time, three and a half to four inches if you can stand it, um, <laughs> because it. it do, well, a lot of people just can't deal with that. They're they're kind of uh, they get freaked out by long. Uh, lawns, the long blades of grass, but I'm telling you, it's healthier because how does a a, a, a plant manufacture energy? Right. It's photosynthesis quote, through the leaves. So. It's in the leaves. So if the leaf is like this, you've got mm-hmm. a certain amount of energy. If it's like this, you've got more energy going into the roots, which makes the roots tougher and more able to withstand drought. And that's why you want to mow high. However, in the fall, what you can do is if you're going to uh, uh, dethatch or 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 core aerate, you can cut it a little shorter to, before you do that. Um, and certainly for the last mow of the season, cut it to like two inches. You know, you don't want to scalp it. Don't scalp it. Um, but you can cut it lower than you normally do because then it helps prevent uh, winter diseases like snow mold. Um, and that's uh, one of the it, so the two times of the year when you can cut it two inches. I don't are think the we get that. Mow,
2: What? You don't think we get snow mold here?
1: (laughs) No, I don't think you do. Rich, I'm not talking to you at all, okay? Uh,
2: (laughs) No, I'm on board with the whole cut it tall thing because, you know, I mean, we average 92 degrees a day and a lot of sun. And when you cut it short, your yard will dry out in a heartbeat and we have to then do irrigation. And when you do irrigation, all those nasties get rinsed into the storm water, which then end up in the the, the our canals and in the Gulf, and because yep. I'm on the Gulf side, right? Um, and we have red tide, algae blooms, all these things that we you don't want, and people don't realize. We just blame Big Sugar. It's in the middle of the state. It's <laughs> all their
1: fault. It's well, always people big sugar, do, yeah. but
2: people do this all the time around here. So I'm on but, board. But, with
1: but and, and and mowing a high is a couple of does a couple of wonderful things. it turns uh, a lawn into its own mulch and its <laughs> own uh, pesticide or rather herbicide because you what happens is when it's when you mow higher the water stays down it, it holds the water better. Uh, it doesn't evaporate as you mentioned so quickly. but also it shades out weed seeds so it's harder for them to germinate. so just mowing higher and then leaving the clippings, on your lawn, I always advise folks yeah. to do that because that's putting nitrogen right back into your soil. It's uh, it's and 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 let's get to leaves because you've got the leaves uh, in the background of sure. that that house there. Um, they're your best friend. They are so your best friend. Uh, yes, if you got them on the lawn, you don't want them to mat down. So get your mulching mower and chop them up, and then they will decompose, and now they're adding nutrients into the mm-hmm. soil as well. And if you've got too many, throw them in your garden beds. You can dig, the, and we'll get that when we start talking gardens, but you don't have to have them uh, completely cover your lawn. If you if you mow them with a mulching mower, they're going to break down and they're adding nutrients to your soil.
0: Excellent. Okay, so let's move on here uh, with the, the garden beds and your flower beds. Just walk through what through there with the mower, knock it all down to nothing, Throw your loose leaves over the top of it, it's done. Is that how you work?
1: No, that's not how I work. Oh, okay. Um, okay, that's how you work, Ron. <laughs> um, uh, what I do, it, you have to be selective. All right, wh- what have you just grown? Did you grow vegetables? Did you grow um, um, uh, perennials? Did you grow annuals? Uh, do you have native plants? One of the things you want to do is help the wildlife in your area. And by wildlife, mainly I'm talking insects, although we're talking other kinds of wildlife as well, like birds. So if you grew coneflower, it's got the seed heads that can persist over the winter and the finches will come and feed off of your coneflowers. Same thing with Joe pieweed, which I have in my yard, and, and, and uh, Monarda and other plants. And the other thing that they do, if you leave some of those stalks up, and you don't have to do it with everything. If, if a plant had a disease or a problem, yeah, yank it out of there. Uh, don't put it in your compost pile. Throw it away. This is the one time I advocate advocate people throwing away uh, their plant material, but but if it had a disease and that's especially with, uh, diseases in the vegetable part of your garden. Okay. Okay. But even with vegetables, if the plant was healthy and it just died back at the end of season, you can leave it. It's going to provide a kind of mulch, but if you have stems sticking up, um, this is place where some of our solitary bees can go in, uh, Mason bees, uh, can, can find homes there, uh, leaving litter. Uh, leaf litter and other kinds of litter on the floor are good for insects. They overwinter. If you want fireflies, you've got to leave some leaves down because this is how fireflies overwinter. Everybody talks, uh, bemoans the fact that we don't see fireflies the way we used to. Well, it's because we're cleaning up uh, our areas, our lawns too much. We're, we're being neatness freaks and it, 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 it hurts uh, some of our populations, our, our insect populations. So, uh, there's a lot of activity going on under the leaves in your garden. So what I do when the leaves come down, I get most of them off of my lawn and I just rake them in to my garden beds. Sometimes mm-hmm. I don't even chop them up uh, because I know that come May next year, they're all going to be breaking down and providing nutrients for the garden. And in the meantime, they're providing mulch and helping protect uh, my plants from uh the ravages of winter. If if you get down to twenty five below, you're gonna be happy that you had some leaves in your garden protecting those beds.
0: Excellent. All right. Well with that, I think we're gonna take a break and we're gonna move to a part two here in a second. So stay tuned for the next couple weeks. We're gonna have part two on what we need to do for our trees and bushes. Because uh we're gonna wrap this one up right now. Gardened, we talked about the gardening and the grass and stuff like that. Make sure you hit the subscribe button. Click that bell. And, of course, go to MikeNovak.net and uh, check out Mike's show there. And you can also find him on YouTube. Uh, what's your YouTube channel? The Mike Novak Show. Just go right there, and you'll get it. And I'll put a link to that right down below also. So okay. until, there you go. Un- Until uh, what are we going to do? How do we do this? Keep, Keep it, it square, square and level. level. Right, Sonar? Yeah. Is that how you do it? Okay. <laughs> yes. Keep it square and level until. Until, until next time. There, there you go. <laughs> I just find new, I I find new ways to screw this up every time. (laughs)
1: Yes. (laughs) Or go green or go home. Yeah, there you go.